0: water yeah water goddamn water huh water okay water what water drip i drip on your bitch like water i splash on your bitch with water i feel like i'm 21 savage i pull up and fuck on your daughter i think we got it fiji water getting into fiji water today welcome back to poison for profit i'm nick
1: is that it really that's what we're doing (laughs)
0: I think I'm just going to honestly play a little bit of me speaking the lyrics and just call it good. That sounds good. Um, I like that idea, to be honest. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, that is okay. the intro, Zach. We're in right now. All right. <laughs> well, then
1: then welcome to Poison for Profit. My name is Zach.
0: I'm Nick, as I said. And I turned the tables there on you. you are you really tr- trying to trip me up on my yes. episode? Uh, understandable
1: yeah just you know sharpening your skills uh as nick stated it is his episode we're talking about greenwashing today corporate greenwashing and um you know what i don't really know anything about this yet except the uh the company as the subject so i'm just gonna let you take it nick and uh educate me
0: all right i'll i'll do my best at some edumacation for you i don't know about you zach but i've been seeing a lot of like celebrities and just people in general drinking fiji water it seems to be everywhere like they're i think their big thing right now they're doing is a lot of brand placement uh would you agree you see that a lot yeah
1: uh it seems to be presented as kind of the premium
0: bottled water definitely Uh,
1: plastic bottled water at least
0: (laughs) yeah the the plastic bottles everyone loves them you know they're square they don't fit in your cup holder Great great
1: yeah because you know like voss water Mm -hmm. that's the glass bottle we know we know who's king there Um, (laughs) but when it comes to uh to plastic bottled water fiji's probably you know the most—I um, don't even want to say exclusive because that sounds really stupid. Yeah, because you uh, can go to a shell <laughs> and get
0: yeah, it. You know? <laughs>
1: yeah, but definitely like the highest, uh, highest shelf. That sounds stupid too, but, but
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's you're going in. You know, you're spending like two, three bucks for this stupid bottle of water. Uh, it's that's, probably
1: it's probably four and a half bucks. Uh, right yeah,
0: now. it's definitely up there. But yeah, they're uh, pretty interesting company to say the least firstly zach do you know where fiji is as well
1: the island yes uh i believe it's near new zealand somewhere
0: wow wow i think you're probably more educated than most folks uh because i think 90 probably percent of those people that we were just talking about that are drinking this water have no idea where fiji is um so yeah, we're gonna get into a little bit of background on what is Fiji water. Where um, is
1: it near? Is it? It is. is, it, is it is. Yeah. Okay.
0: It's uh, okay, ex- approximately like a thousand ish miles. A thousand or two thousand miles. I think it's 1, 1, a thousand miles north of New Zealand. So, okay.
1: so, but that's like the closest, uh, closest bigger country. Yeah, country.
0: Yep. So yeah, just like Zach said, it's in the South Pacific Ocean. Um, It's an island that's roughly seven thousand square miles. Uh, So pretty small little island, especially comparing it to one of the larger states, second largest state in the U.S. of Texas, which is over just over two hundred fifty thousand square miles. So pretty tiny in comparison. Um, Wait, so what is Fiji? Fiji Is seven thousand square
1: miles? Seven thousand.
0: Yeah. pretty pretty itty bitty that's
1: that's probably like i don't know i guess i don't know what to compare it to yeah that's nowhere near the size of Texas. i know it's
0: It's like it's small it's like the size of new jersey maybe who knows uh rhode island is about 1500 square miles so
1: oh my god it's way it's that (laughs) small okay (laughs) yeah
0: so it's like what is that four rhode islands about a little over four rhode islands Okay. It's so a really small, small country. And it's also, like we said, it's near New Zealand. It's very far from the USA. i uh, going to focus on that a little bit here just because we're in the U.S. and Oh, my God, burping. Nasty. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's pretty far away from the U.S., focusing on that because zach and I are in the US. Uh, I think a lot of people market and sell to the US as well. Uh so it is 3,000 miles to Hawaii, which I wanted to throw that in there just because people are going to be like, "Oh, it's closer to Hawaii." And it's like, "Okay." It's not. But whatever. Uh and then to LA is 5,500 miles. So this is a huge distance that this water is uh traveling. So
1: yeah so it really is bottled in fiji then right? it
0: is it comes okay. so yeah this is something i wasn't sure on either if it's just yeah. some fancy corporate marketing or what they got cooked up uh i mean wa- it's already pretty fucked
1: up that <laughs> they're taking this basically i'm sure yeah I'm, okay I'm, I'm sure i'm assuming it's tap water essentially from from fiji who i'm
0: i would guess probably has limited <laughs> fresh water uh, right so it, it is essentially tap water i mean it's like any water it's coming out of a, an aquifer underground so this water's coming they call it of course their artesian aquifer they gotta throw that in there mm. uh, it's about 100 foot below an the edge of a primitive rainforest so pretty sensitive area if you ask me um but as Zach is stating, this water is already doomed from the start because they're shipping it all over. That's really not a good start. Uh, also, this, like Zach said, this is a smaller island, so they don't have a whole lot there. So their local utilities can't really keep up with the demand of power that a bottling plant of this size would need. So, of course, they have to produce their own electricity. Um And as, you know, a green company, they went with the greenest solution they could think of. Diesel fuel This is a diesel powered plant, Uh, at least as far as I can tell. So far, it's still diesel powered uh, to this day. So, (laughs) you know, diesel our cleanest fuel source that we have. I don't know. Is
1: it is it cleaner than gasoline? I feel like there's just a ton of just
0: it's they make it cleaner due to the additives like because you have to have death Uh, like the diesel exhaust fluid to i don't know the full science behind it but diesel is inherently a very dirty fuel yeah Um, especially with the sulfur that is emitted they have the ultra low sulfur versions. yeah yeah right yeah um that are supposed to be better but yeah so They're taking this really nice water out using diesel fuel. So a nice diesel smog (laughs) that is uh, being produced on this small island of Fiji. Um, And then, of course, they have to bottle it in this uh, very iconic, as Zach was talking about, plastic water bottle. uh, Because they want to be high end. They want to stand out with this square bottle. Of course, these plastic bottles are made in China. So... Yet again, they are shipping these bottles all the way down to Fiji. Uh, it's a little bit shorter than shipping plastic, of course, to the U.S., but when you think about it, you're going then from China down to Fiji and then all the way across the whole world, basically, as water's going. Score bottles bottle is really stupid, too. It is. <laughs> it reminds me
1: of Pedialyte or something, something for babies.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. I've had it too before and it's just like this is not efficient for my cup holder. This isn't Yeah, this is just yeah. bad. It's all bad. Um, But yeah, so this water I just want to like starting out our baseline already for this water is bad. They are taking out of the earth with diesel fuel, bottling it with diesel fuel. So these bottles are being shipped from China then being shipped by ship and by I'm sure mostly ship uh, you know, over the water. Yeah. Uh so that's everyone knows how terrible uh, and how much fuel costs. I believe it was also that fifty percent of like like if you were to buy these bottles wholesale, fifty percent of that cost is from the transportation of this product. So it's a pretty yeah. huge cost.
1: <laughs> I mean, just like a a wild guess for me, this is probably the most Remote of bottled water uh, bottlers and distributors.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, as much as Nestle is bad, they're at least stealing our water right from under our noses—the same spot <laughs> we're getting our tap water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So this one's
1: yeah, yeah. They're shipping it thousands of miles. <laughs> thousands um, of miles for barge. Yeah. Container barges and and
0: yeah. Right. Um, And they claim to be their their own slogan is Earth's finest water. Uh, And they like to really tout that as well. Um, And to do this, they actually ran a campaign. This is the first campaign we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about two of their campaigns or three, actually, Uh, two of their campaigns. This is the first one uh, was ran in 2006, stating that the label says Fiji because it's not bottled in Cleveland
1: that was a marketing campaign that was their
0: marketing campaign (laughs) yeah um
1: that's uh damn however (laughs) yeah it's just like okay i mean it's clever yeah it is clever but
0: Uh, cleveland being cleveland i don't know what do you think of when you think of cleveland you think of hard-working proud people i would say right
1: yeah 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 working class I i wouldn't say you know somebody i would want to uh shit on or anything like that
0: right exactly but that's right. but
1: like on another level this is not marketed for the people of cleveland this is marketed for for la uh people west coast
0: right because they're west getting coast their water eggs. their, their <laughs> so, water comes from fiji Ooh, yeah um but yeah so like zach said though cleveland are not people to mess with they decided you know oh You're going to say, oh, it's not bottled in Cleveland. Well, let's run some water quality tests on your water. Uh, They ran on Fiji and found that Fiji had 6.31 micrograms of arsenic in their water, which is below the FDA limits. However, Cleveland tested their water source and they had none. So (laughs) I don't know if anyone else would choose uh, arsenic to drink. I'm not. Uh, it's a carcinogen yeah. if you don't know. <laughs> but I thought that was a pretty clever uh, clapback on Cleveland's part. Very nice.
1: I, I, yeah, I'm curious what else is in Cleveland's water. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah there's other stuff in, uh, for sure. in Fiji water. Yeah, but.
0: as much as we talk about how bad tap water is. So, yeah. Uh, but still, very clever on their part. But so, yeah, with that, I just want to get into the real, uh, the first greenwashing effort that they really sunk their teeth into. Uh, so they, in 2008, decided to announce that they are now a carbon negative company. Pretty crazy. Right. Um, Especially with like what we just talked about, Zach, their diesel fuel using, they're shipping their packaging from overseas uh, to get their bottles this from is, China. This is in 2008 or 2008. Saying, yeah. So we're going yeah. a little bit back in time.
1: That would be, uh, that would be quite impressive
0: if that were true. Right. Um, so yeah. And then, yeah, they're shipping this final product all over the world. So pretty hard to be, I mean, we talk about it a lot today? Carbon neutral. It'd be hard to be carbon neutral, let alone carbon negative. So yeah. a lot of environmentalists at the time took huge offense to this, uh, And just completely called it out as false advertising, because how is a company based in Fiji that is shipping worldwide anywhere near carbon negative? Of course, though, they're trying to refresh their image because they had had all these reports of what we had just talked about coming out in 2007. So that's where this campaign completely came from and they were claiming that this uh that they were carbon negative because they were offsetting their carbon footprint by 120%. So crazy so like not even just like a percentage over or two per, like 10 like 20% over their carbon usage that they were offsetting.
1: Offsetting by just basically paying for, right? Is that what you're referring to?
0: So no. So how do you think that they were trying to accomplish this? by buying carbon credits is what that's I that's what I would, would have thought too um or building chairs or you know something uh, <laughs> along those lines <laughs> who knows something that's completely misleading um but their actual plan was to plant uh native forests however that they were giving themselves credit for work that wasn't done yet so they were they were credit forwarding so they were You know, promising to plant these trees. Uh, And then, even though it hadn't happened yet, like the carbon reductions, they are still claiming the credit towards this 120%, which is how they got there. Um, So they weren't getting anywhere close to it. Uh, They disclosed in 2007 that they produced 85,000 tons of carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases. Um, so pretty huge numbers, especially for just a water company. Um, and then it was found in a report that to offset the company's emissions just for the three years of 2008, nine and 10, you'd have to plant or conserve nearly 200,000 acres of rainforest. So pretty huge (laughs) amount of planting. Yeah. Um, and like i said they weren't doing this they were they were you know
1: they weren't doing anything close to this they were basically doing nothing
0: it sounds like <laughs> exactly they were they were saying that they were you know promising to do these plantings and then that would offset their uh, their carbon footprint yeah so <laughs> yeah they weren't doing wow. a whole lot um, and then it got even worse. Uh, so by 2011, they were tracking how the progress, because they were credit forwarding. they were saying, you know, oh, by this time, this will be carbon negative. They shut down that portion of their website in 2011. So in only three years, they decided, oh, we better hide this. <laughs> this isn't going near as good as we thought.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then in another report it was found that they had only planted 50% of the natural or planted or conserved uh, 50% of the natural formis, forest that the company had promised to plant and if uh, they actually were to follow their plan and their promises the, the carbon negative plan would not be met until 2037 so
1: <laughs> that's a ways away,
0: right? So from 2008 to 2037 is what almost 30 years they're planning yeah. on offsetting their carbon. <laughs> yeah. So, so
1: that's what they're still claiming is that they'll be carbon negative by 2037.
0: No, or that's just that's okay. what through this okay. campaign they would have gotten there by 2037 if they okay. kept up with it but at this point they've basically erased all of this from their website all of this from their history they are not they are trying to distance themselves from this as much as possible uh okay obviously so
1: so they were claiming it in in 2008 and basically if they were doing what they said they were doing in 2008 it still would have taken them until 2037
0: correct that's how far <laughs> oh ahead they were <laughs> they were giving themselves credit wow so yeah it uh it, it just was not a good campaign they got sued for it uh obviously like i said earlier for false advertising for this credit forwarding they're giving themselves credit for something that is not <laughs> happening <laughs>
1: yeah that's like a master class like you know those those uh dumb little master class videos where mm-hmm. they bring like George w. Bush on to talk about leadership that's like a master class in just dishonesty except they got caught so uh right they they're, f- now they're f-
0: effed. seriously and the thing is I feel like that uh suit got settled out of court and they like, promise to take all of that off their website or something because I cannot uh. find an outcome. So, I'm guessing they're like, Oh, sign all these papers, we'll make it go away, and you'll get a ton of money kind of thing, is what I assume happened. Mm. I, I, I tried digging, I'm not that great at finding court cases. I found <laughs> <laughs> who sued them. I do have the name, it was. A Santa Ana woman named Desiree Worthington. Uh, it was a class action suit filed by a uh, Newport, California firm. So it was on behalf of that Desiree Worthington. So yeah, I tried to look into it. I don't know if she just like got a nice paycheck to be quiet and they took it all off of their website or what happened. But I'll I'll have to look into it a little bit more on that, but not really the point of this episode. I just wanted to really get into like how crazy this is of with um, these practices that they were doing. I mean, this is they're trying to realize 30 years in advance the work that they're doing. Like that is absolutely insane. That is not, that is not making up for the CO2 you're emitting today, <laughs> in the slightest. Like most good companies, Zach, do you think they've changed their ways? I do not. <laughs> they have
1: be I would be shocked <laughs> if they had, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I, of course, have that same <laughs> outlook. Uh, they, these companies usually like to stay on that, you know, they're calling themselves Earth Earth's finest water. They don't want to be known as this diesel fuel spewing company
1: i was gonna say the water in fiji might be well i guess it's got arsenic in it so maybe not which is like that is an actual issue in in like southeast asia so i can imagine like naturally there's a lot of arsenic in this water might not be the fault of fiji water uh but but yeah even if it was incredible you know like you said um just like The bottling process and then all the energy it takes to move it around the world where it's supposed to go would already make it like um, kind of disgusting, at least morally (laughs) to to drink. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so they still recognize this. Uh, Like I said, they're, they're still on their website. They have sustainability right in the top. Of their page, you can click on it. So that's where I'm getting all this next information. We're getting into. We're going to get into like their their now their new greenwashing efforts, basically, and how they are still on the same wagon. So um, this is their their first quote off of their sustainability website. The first thing you see it says, "As part of a its long standing dedication to environmental sustainability." Fiji Water launched a comprehensive plan to transform its use of plastic while promoting a circular economy.
1: So they're so they're promoting a circular economy. Yep, they're recycling their plastic, and is that what I'm being led to believe?
0: Oh, you hit the nail on the head, Zach. They're uh, hoping to pass on it all to the consumer, per usual. Uh, okay. Instead of getting away from that plastic, it is on me and you. So, uh, so they're just encouraging recycling. That is one of their big pushes. Sorry,
1: I feel like I'm just reasking a lot of <laughs> nope, questions, nope. but I'm genuinely trying to like. Put the puzzle that they're creating That's in people's just, minds i This is what I
0: hoped you, hope you would do because <laughs> I think it is hilarious. Uh, yes, they are 100% hoping for us to recycle. They are playing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that, that, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're a long-standing dedication to environmental sustainability, though. Uh, just like we heard, they, they've been so environmentally sustainable in the past and you, you know. better hope
1: some, you know, conscious people are buying their water then, I guess.
0: Right. Uh, so, going into and that... Not, oh, go oh ahead.
1: <laughs> And not some of the most wasteful people in the world, <laughs> like I like I suspect.
0: Honestly, though. Uh, exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. So many... I, we've talked about it a million times as well. Recycling is such a... It's such a... Crux. It's a bit of a so, sham. Yeah, yeah, it's a sham. Yeah. Like, people firstly you have to have the consumer do it and then after that you have to make sure that the the transfer station or processing plant that it is getting put to actually is doing the proper recycling making sure that waste that got put in isn't being contaminated uh anyways rant on recycling over they they have a couple little bullet points then i thought the sustainability section would be much longer it's not <laughs> they have it's t- yeah. two blurbs about what they're doing the first one doing more with less okay uh, uh, I like the sound of this <laughs> I don't know about you but we've maybe been talking about East Palestine too much but that reminded me of <laughs> East Palestine completely with we're gonna do more with less. We're gonna do less inspections.
1: <laughs> We're gonna
0: Move more see, hazardous chemicals. It, yeah, it just seems like this is the new uh, buzzword it, in our yeah, field. And
1: we even talked about it was the last episode with um, with like in agriculture innovation in Africa. It's like everything is like just to to hyper simplify. Uh, everything we possibly can and then you know basically just have faith that it pans out the way we want it to
0: yeah exactly it's i don't know it just doesn't seem like the true route of like we talked about the true route of innovation Um, but so yeah with that title i was expecting a lot better uh but what this, I'm going to read the whole blurb just because it's so short and so simple. They're building on our long standing commitment to environmental sustainability. Fiji Water is proud to have transitioned our iconic 500 milliliter and 330 milliliter bottles to 100% recycled plastic uh, throughout the US. So, keynote there throughout the U (laughs) S and the move is a substantial step in reducing our plastic waste and replaces nearly 65% of our bottle volume in the U S with recycled material. So already they're only doing two of their products, uh, which clearly only accounts for half of their sales in the United States. So even though this is recycled plastic, which I would argue isn't really that much better, Uh, because this is uh, RP, which R-P-E-T. So, it still needs to be, like we talked about, recycled and actually make it through the recycling process to make it a better material to use. The uh, RP can still break down into microplastics just like normal PET does.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So, still yet again they're putting it on the consumer uh not putting it into a glass bottle or something that is biodegradable compostable along those lines Uh, so not a whole lot of uh, (laughs) great promises in this step
1: no progress no no true progress right on on i guess waste reduction right i mean Yeah, it's one thing to use recycled plastic, but plastic is like the scourge of the earth at this point and the oceans. Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) And they call it this is a substantial step in reducing our plastic waste. It's just they have no responsibility over their product once it gets to the consumer. And that's how they can claim this. They're saying, "Well, well, we're doing what we can. We're using recycled plastic. The consumers need to recycle it.
1: Definitely a trend in uh, American industry to push responsibility, yeah, to the consumer. The everyday average Joe going to work at twelve hours shifts and <laughs> all
0: right, I'll stop. <laughs> but then, so their next little blurb. Again, this is all that is on their site. I, I discourage this thing for any info, but it's just terrible. It is a lighter environmental footprint. Again, sounds good. They love to hit these keywords, footprint, environmental, lighter. Sounds great. Uh, so in addition to introducing the 100% recycled bottles, they're committed to reducing their carbon footprint. Uh, They're investing two and a half million dollars on energy efficiency initiatives on the islands, so in Fiji, uh, and including the use of microturbine energy generation and adopting low sulfur fuel standard for all shipping or adopting the low sulfur fuel standard for all shipping. So they're hoping to d- dramatically decrease their sulfur oxide emissions. Again, what this says to me, they're you know promoting energy efficiency to the people of Fiji, <laughs> and um, I'm guessing the micro turbine energy generation they're probably giving like three of those away just to, to like a couple homes or something i don't think they're using it for their energy production because of what they said second which is adopting the low sulfur fuel sulfur is a huge concern in what fuel diesel Diesel fuel. <laughs> yeah. so
1: yeah i can imagine them like supplementing it i guess but mm-hmm. But but yeah, like, uh, I'm very curious what the um, profit margin is for a company like this, um, especially for like per bottle that they sell. I'm sure it's astronomical what they what the cost is to to bottle a, <laughs> a bottle of water versus selling it. Obviously, you got all the transportation costs and everything. But but yeah. Um, for such a such a, a remote uh, operation and I guess it would have to be pretty concentrated right uh, if it's just if it's literally all water from Fiji um, that this is kind of the the baby steps they're taking it's a little bit I mean it's not surprising it's just kind of sad i guess yeah it's indicative of I, I think any any uh company that sells these types of goods
0: yeah definitely um and t- something to mention i don't know the, tr- the if it is true but something i came across while i was doing research for this was that 50 percent of uh people in fiji don't have access to clean water so fiji water the company taking up one of these aquifers is probably really hindering their ability to provide clean water but i want a disclaimer i don't know how true that is uh or if it's still about the 50 percent yeah i you know i didn't get into too much research on it so i just want to throw that out there but i wouldn't be surprised it's a pretty remote island so Uh, Yeah, and I mean it's it's
1: the people in you know on islands like that are usually um, not the best off when when companies come in and take control of their resources. So it would not be uh, it would not be surprising if that number were true.
0: Absolutely. Another thing I want to mention on that too. This one is true, but for a while fiji water wasn't paying taxes so fiji wasn't even benefiting from them being there. wow yeah uh that i believe they've the current government has taken care of but i still don't i again i could there's so much you could get into with fiji uh i believe it's still a minimal Uh, tax as well uh yeah i'm sure per usual uh, but yeah, getting back into it, their last thing that they had on their sustainability website was a link to their environment policy. And I was like, oh, here's where the real, you know, this is where everything's going to be. This is where I'm going to the meat and potatoes. This is where I'm going to really learn about what Fiji Water is doing. If I couldn't have been more disappointed Zach, when I filled this up. It is one page and it is bullet points of what their goals are in their environmental policy and but what their, their goals are, their goals okay. and how they're going to reach these targets. Okay. okay. So uh, again, so short, I might as well just read it. Uh, so they, I believe Fiji Water has a parent company, which is Natural Waters of VT, PTE Limited. So that's whose policy this is, but it's on Fiji Water's website. Uh, so that company is a bottler and supplier of world class quality bottled artesian water. We are committed to conducting all of our business activities responsibly with due regard to environmental impact, sustain- sustainable performance and the protection of the environment. NWVL seeks to achieve steady improvement in meeting and exceeding its environmental standards while working to minimize any negative impact on environment on the environment. I think that should say, there's a little typo in here. That's good. Good for them. <laughs> good start. But anyways, to reach these targets, they are going to implement and certify the internationally. I'm sorry. I
1: had to stop you. What targets? It's just like the most vague. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm glad you jumped in. Non specific <laughs> language you could possibly use.
0: We are going to be watching our environmental impact, <laughs> sustainable performance, and protection of the environment. Very uh, good uh, targets, right?
1: With the, uh, yeah, that's not even a target. We're going to minimize
0: like- any negative impact on the environment, too, Zach we're going to do it. Okay. we'll minimize it
1: well, that's really good to hear yeah um i might just go out and buy a bottle now
0: <laughs> uh but yeah uh so they're planning on reaching these targets by implementing and certifying through the internationally recognized environmental management system iso uh 14001. 14001. Yep. yeah i'm familiar <laughs> Uh, so to ensure their accountability and continuous improvement, uh, I did a little research. Into, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on Yeah, ISO? I have a lot of experience <laughs> with ISO 14. What do you think about it, Zach?
1: Um, as far as continuous improvement goes, it's it's a solid framework, but that improvement for a business can be as large or as small, basically, as you want. And it doesn't really have to be all that um, concrete or even um, real. It can be like a bit of abstract, to be honest with you. So so I guess in practice, ISO 14001 is much more of a marketing tool than it is (laughs) like an actual way to, to improve environmental uh, performance for a company.
0: And I would have to agree with you completely. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, I didn't know too much about it myself, uh, but I've actually now found, there's a whole research article I found on how the dark side of ISO how do you even say it? You say it so smooth, Zach. ISO, Four, ISO
1: 14001 fourteen thousand fourteen
0: thousand one. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> uh, the dark <laughs> side of ISO fourteen thousand one. So I'd actually think we might have to do an episode on that. I think it'd be really that sounds interesting. Sounds really good. Yeah. Uh, so don't want to get too much into that, but like I like Zach was saying, it seems to be more of a symbolic marketing tool rather than anything that actually uh, can. Cont- shows this continuous improvement that they're notating. Um, so that's their first way they're going to reach these targets. Their second is that they're going to conform to all applicable environmental laws and regulations. I was just thinking in my head, I sure hope so.
1: Naturally, you know, that's, uh, (laughs) that's part of, you know, avoiding major costs and, um, you know, basically the, the legal part of <laughs> what you're actually running a business. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, And then in my head, I was also thinking um, with Fiji being a smaller country, I almost like wonder what their environmental laws and regulations look like. Are they significant? Do they truthfully make a difference and keep Fiji in check? Probably not, if it's one of the things that they're saying they're going (laughs) to do. Next one going on is that they're going to identify elements that can interact with the environment, set environmental goals, monitor results, and audit processes in order to assess its performance against environmental standards. Again, I felt like this was a nothing sandwich.
1: <laughs> and this is basically just all part of ISO fourteen thousand. That's all they're really describing. That's right. Is fourteen thousand assumed yeah.
0: as well. Uh, I'm glad that you're more familiar with it than myself. <laughs> that's what I assumed. <laughs> I, it, I was like this all just sounds like it's probably part of getting that certification. Yeah.
1: So I mean, I don't want to go like too deep into it, but it, all ISO fourteen thousand one is, is a management system to organize basically requirements of running under the law and then of staying certified. But I mean, all the standards and all the, the regulations you would have to follow is included in, in all that. Yeah.
0: So yet again, another nothing bullet point. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh. So going on, they just get worse. I mean, they become even like more vague and more nothing. Uh, so the next one is subscribes to and complies with other requirements which relate to its business activities. That means absolutely nothing. <laughs> I know, it it doesn't even mention anything with the environment or what I I, I don't know what that means. <laughs>
1: That's all. That's like offensively vague. To be honest with you, that's <laughs> like that's like. A, how do you have the nuts to to include that in your environmental policy?
0: Exactly. This is their one page, super serious, impressive one one page environmental policy. All right. This is oh. major details. Uh, but going on, we have that they're going to identify and implement ways to improve environmental management system. Sounds like something they copy and pasted out of ISO fourteen hundred and one.
1: It's just, yeah, it's another requirement of the system, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, this one, I thought, is kind of hilarious the way they phrase it. They're educating and influencing all employees on matters relating to the environment and the contents of environmental management systems specifically on the environment is everyone's responsibility and all employees are accountable for environmental performance. Sounds like they're just making their PR training their employees to talk about their products correctly and how to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's
1: basic tr- like training of employees that that (laughs) have to do their daily tasks is what it makes it sound like right
0: right? like training their
1: employees on the things they have to do every day essentially yeah
0: Yeah, it's like i think if i were to call up fiji and be like hey what's your environmental stuff they'd have a list of things that they spew off yeah Uh, i also thought it was funny that they use the word influences it's like they're influencing their employees to like show, like really persuade. No, we're doing good, dude. Like, we're, we're taking care of the environment. I promise you. I don't know. It seems like a funny phrase.
1: Yeah. It, uh, it's, it doesn't really mean anything again. It's like, you can tell your employees to do whatever you can say, Hey, my employee, our employees, we talk about recycling with them. It doesn't mean really anything. Uh, as to in terms of what the company is actually doing to improve their performance yeah
0: exactly Um, but then they're also so the next one going into it is they're commit committing to identifying ways that minimize the amount of energy used and waste produced in the course of our activities so to me that's they're identifying it they're not committing to to doing these things that minimize the amount of energy all they're doing is committing to identify these ways that they can reduce their energy use and waste produced
1: <laughs> that so i mean i i hate to keep bringing up iso 14001 but that's like l- the most basic part of it <laughs> is understanding how you what, what your impact is is I- identifying the impacts yeah it, um so I mean, this is literally just describing the system. It's not describing at all what they're doing. This is what any company does under ISO. Iso
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Yeah, of course, you need to know what your impact is to actually do anything to change it. Um, And then this is probably my favorite bullet point, but they're working to prevent pollution. And that's it. <laughs> Four words. Four words. They're doing it though, Zach. They are preventing pollution. They're I'm working.
1: sure they are. I, uh, I trust them <laughs>
0: with my entire heart. Uh, and then the last two are pretty much the same. they uh, gives a high level of importance to recycling of waste. So yet again, like we talked, they're shifting it to the consumer, uh, which Fortunately, you can't trust the consumer. We've talked about it a million times, uh, especially when the company's producing millions of bottles. Uh, at that point, you really do need to shift it to the company. Um, and then the last one is communicating its environmental requirements and performance to the stakeholders, which, again, they're just going to use that ISO 14001 to show, hey, we're doing all these awesome environmental impacts. This is going to help our marketing and make you more money. Yeah.
1: Until you have metrics attached to all these things. And like you said, some of these don't even aren't even really applicable for putting numbers next to of saying what the improvement is. But until you do that and it can be verified by the public, essentially none of this really means anything as far as, improving uh waste plastic um emissions anything like that right so this is it's really i mean we've been making fun of it the entire time it is truly nothing like what they're saying here
0: yeah it's just you couldn't say less with less words they're saying (laughs) they're saying just nothing um but that is the entirety of their environmental policy uh do you do you feel pretty uh i i mean if i was my environmental policy i'd feel pretty excited you know we're gonna make some big changes with that uh. i feel great <laughs> yeah
1: um they're really gonna give dasani a run for their money uh i'm sure dasani's doing great on theirs but yeah fiji like like, we, we, we talked... I mean, I feel like we've covered pretty much all the bases so far, but, like, for the kind of tier that it presents itself, it was, like, top tier. Earth's water, finest water. You expect some kind of, like, responsibility, corporate responsibility to be taken seriously, and, and like, it's premium, so you would expect premium... Uh, uh, a premium on like performing well in basically every capacity right like you would think it's a great company I mean none of this obviously none of this points to that (laughs) between the lying and like uh, saying everything without saying anything at all um, it's just very obvious to anybody who's really paying attention that that this is not by any means a sustainable company, an environmentally friendly company. Um, It's a greenwashed company.
0: (laughs) Very much so. Um, (laughs) So the last thing I want to get into before I wrap this up is from their website, they have a FAQ section. So I was like, Oh, let's check this out. They have, a whole little FAQ section dedicated to sustainability. Um, seven. They have seven Q&As. Six of them are in reference to their pl- their new recycled plastic bottles. So not really going to get into that. I feel like we've kind of beat that dead horse. <laughs> uh but the last one is—is is what are Fiji Water sustainability initiatives? Thought this okay. would be pretty interesting, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so we actually get to maybe know what their goals are <laughs> specifically. Uh, so the answer is Fiji Water has worked in partnership with Conservation International International to conserve more than forty thousand acres of one of Fiji's largest remaining unprotected indigenous rainforest the sovi basin preventing future logging and degradation of the area fiji water has also partnered with local community members to plant 3 or er, 325000 new trees across 2.8 acres currently they are working with the fijian government on their efforts to develop Recycling initiatives across the archipelago and are a key partner in the largest recycling program in Fiji. So out of that, I didn't really understand what any of their sustainability initiatives are. All I know is that they have conserved 40,000 acres and planted a third of a million trees on almost three acres And that they're trying to... three acres? Wait, that's only on three acres? (laughs) Yeah, it was on 2.8 acres. Oh, I missed that part. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, very small little...
1: (laughs) Listen, at least, like, they put something in there that, like, actually meant something. But, yeah. um, Yeah. That's crazy that they would would flex on less than three acres. Right.
0: Uh, Yeah, it... It's just nothing. Uh, yeah. And then they're promoting recycling in Fiji, which I would assume that Fiji is probably the lowest amount of people that drink Fiji water, <laughs> which is yeah. crazy to think about.
1: <laughs> probably in the resorts, <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, the resorts yeah. probably have it, but most of the people there definitely uh, drink probably tap or whatever. I would guess, yeah. Uh, But I thought this was pretty hilarious to think about because just for their carbon negative campaign, they needed to, as we talked about earlier, conserve 200,000 acres of rainforest. And they just flat out say how they've only conserved 40,000 acres. (laughs) Uh, So they're not even close to what they were hoping to do in 2008
1: yeah uh yeah like what how long has it been
0: since 2008 it's been 15 15, years
1: 15 years later
0: we've got 40,003 acres uh conserved and planted conserved yeah so wow yeah just to wrap all this up and tie it on it fiji water is terrible terrible for the planet (laughs) terrible greenwash company uh It's definitely not Earth's finest water. Uh, Maybe for the people of Fiji.
1: also, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Maybe for the people of Fiji, this is great water for them. (laughs) I mean, Uh, it's
1: water, which, you know, it sounds like maybe half of them don't really have access to, so.
0: But. Yeah, so it's pretty terrible. Um, And then I also wanted to go to end it. They, another one of their big claims that they love to tout is that their Fiji water is not touched by human hands until you open yes, the cap.
1: I have heard that.
0: Right? Uh-huh. Uh, for one, to me, that's already ruined because they put it right into a plastic bottle. They're saying, oh, this water is not compromised because it's not touching the compromised air of the 21st century. I and mean, it's never been touched by a human, but you're completely ruining that by putting it in a plastic bottle and shipping it all across the world. Uh, and I just really think that truly shows the, what kind of company this is.
1: That was a fantastic episode from Nick. Thank you very much, Nick. Not a problem. Um, BG water. Don't buy it stocks are going no. down
0: <laughs> we're, we're,
1: we're <laughs> shorting the stock this is this is financial advice uh <laughs> nick do you want to do you want to uh, correct me on that
0: yeah this is not financial advice uh, okay thank
1: you <laughs> everything <laughs> we say
0: is in minecraft Fortnite. is in Minecraft. <laughs>
1: um but yeah i mean like this is pretty this is pretty eye-opening and i suspect you know especially in the bottled water industry it's not you know these practices are not exclusive to fiji so um this is some good stuff to know and uh definitely helps me avoid fiji water i mean i don't really buy it if there's pretty much any other option right (laughs) but um yeah i mean i appreciate it we all all these listeners i'm sure appreciate you uh bringing this up, telling us about it.
0: Yeah, not a problem. And I hope everyone, like Zach said, enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun.
1: Yep. So uh, follow us on our socials.
0: In the show notes, as always. In the
1: show notes, yes. Other than that, we'll have new episodes next week. Nick, anything?
0: Uh, Just thank you all for listening, and uh, don't buy Fiji water.